listeners. I want to thank you so much for joining me today. You're listening to the Shotcast with Alenka Zach. Now, last episode, we got a chance to meet firsthand the students that come out to the Shot auditions. And every season, our program runs without a flaw. And that actually would not be possible without the help of our incredible volunteers and our amazing guest today, Miss Tway Hilderly. Tway is the director of the shot, and today she's come in to give us a little behind-the-scenes look at what really goes on to put together a competition such as the shot. So stick around, because that's coming right up. Hey guys, this is Joni Narita, and you're listening to The Shotcast with Alenka Zak. All right, thank you, Tway, so much for coming out today. How are you? I'm feeling great. Thanks for having me. This is very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, so why don't you start off by letting us know how you started with the shot and how you and CJ first came into contact. I actually met CJ and Gina, his lovely wife, mm-hmm. at a networking event at the museum. It was a night at the museum. Oh. And he was just standing there with Gina, who had just arrived from Korea, I think for a couple weeks or even a couple days. And so we were just chatting, and um, we, he just mentioned that he ha- was doing this sh- show, and would I be interested in helping out? And I thought, you know, this is a great way for me to pick up some different skills, uh, especially in social media. I'm still just learning a lot <laughs> about it, uh, tweeting and Facebook and what have you. So I said, sure, why not? So we scheduled for a meeting probably in the the following days after that and the first thing he said to me okay well what we'd really like to help with is sponsorship and I said no 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 I'm not about sponsorship <laughs> but you know what we made a really great team and interestingly enough we had a couple contacts uh, in common uh, the first person that we actually approached was Simon Dowrick at the Westmount Printing and I don't know how CJ, CJ knew him but somehow uh, we both were actually contacting Simon for the same thing oh, that's and so I guess funny. I thought I, I guess it's meant to be so we mm-hmm. actually had a meeting and they were kind enough to um, and generously support us through uh, the printing of all of our materials oh, uh, for that's... the first season so that was amazing mm-hmm. uh, the other piece of sponsorship was uh, the Waterloo Inn I had a great contact with Paul Herlick and it's very sad to hear that the Waterloo Inn will be closing in December oh. but uh, the Waterloo Inn has been a huge supporter of the shop from the beginning and provided a space uh, for the callback uh, process Mm. Mm -hmm. and that's how I kind of came into contact with CJ and uh, he's just an amazing um, visionary person who has uh, such um, a way to uh, you know to motivate people and to really attract the right people that are very passionate about what they do. Mm -hmm. So do you think it was kind of uh, his silver tongue that made you really want to do this or was there something else that kind of wanted I made you want to dedicate so much time to it? I didn't really know much about the shop, but I grew up loving music and I love to sing. And it's very similar to some of those uh, very popular, you know, uh, vocal shows that you see on TV, such as American Idol, X Factor and The Voice. And I absolutely love, love, love The Voice. And <laughs> and when CJ explained to me what the shop was about, uh, that it wasn't just about, you know, vocal competition, but it, it, there were these mentors that were going to really coach the, uh, the participants and I really love that aspect of it because it really um, shows the depth of the program versus just having a prize and a competition of vocalists. Right. So has it changed kind of, you said you were a singer. Is that is that a passion of yours? You still follow it? <laughs> I used to actually take lessons. I, of course, uh, used to do karaoke contests oh. and what have you. So I definitely love to sing. But honestly, I'll just remember uh, listening to my father's uh, vinyl records. And that's everything from ABBA to the Bee Gees <laughs> to Grease. And I would just sit in the corner. And uh, do you remember those 
albums had lyrics written on them, so I would just sit there and drink, uh, sing along. <laughs> That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so you are the director yes. of the shot. So what exactly, what are your responsibilities as such? You know, it's an interesting role. I hadn't signed on to be the director when I first started. Oh, really? I was just a volunteer. I don't mean just a volunteer. Every volunteer is so important. Every little bit that we do or they do helps to move every project or initiative or event uh, along. So, But I was just signing up just to do whatever that needed to be done. Mm-hmm. And so when CJ offered the director position, it was just because somebody wasn't available to do the role and he just had asked me. And, mm-hmm. and I said, sure, I, I do have experience in meeting management and, and event coordination, so I was glad to do it. And I was just amazed by the, the how much fun I had calling the show, if you want to call it that. <laughs> but it wasn't just calling the show the day of. It's really just like a volunteer you do everything and anything that is required to get something done and to move things along so even though I have the title as director um, I just do whatever it takes to get the job done and ultimately coordinate people to ensure that what needs to get done gets done in the way that we need it to Um, and really just to help motivate people and keep them engaged and what I'm really learning, honestly, is communications. Mm. Uh, communication is so key in any kind of endeavor in the sense of trying to motivate or to get people involved. And the more information that you can give them, uh, I think it's better that way so that they're feeling well prepared. And it's also a great uh, way to open uh, a conversation between t- uh, different people. Um, so one, that's one of the things that we did at the um, at the finale. We actually had all the participants in a room. I gave them a sheet of basically what was going to happen that day. And uh, everybody just kind of knew what to expect. And it gave them a chance to ask questions if they weren't clear. So when we actually did the, sh- the, the finale, people were feeling comfortable and, and very excited and, and confident about what they were expected to do. Mm-hmm. And it was it was such a good show. It was incredible to see everybody and everything just flows so perfectly together. It was very well done. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so the team of volunteers that you do um, mm-hmm. kind of lead in their uh, endeavors, um, a lot of the shot contestants actually said that they felt a very strong family dynamic um, amongst each other. Mm-hmm. Is it similar on the volunteer side of the shot as well? As to how does everyone get along? How do you find working with them? Right. You know, like I mentioned before, CJ is truly an amazing person that is able to um, connect with people and to uh, to select people that would be a really great fit within the shot community or a shot family. And I find that there truly is a, a family feeling. Uh, between Him and Gina are so welcoming. There's always hugs at the beginning of the meetings and there's hugs before we leave. And I think we all feel so supported and so welcomed that without even knowing it, we feel we really belong together and we work so well together because of that and we care. So if And it's not just about the shot if something's happening in our lives, if somebody got a new job or what have you, uh, we're there to support each other. Uh, and so, yeah, not just on the participant side, but definitely on the volunteer side. Some of our volunteers have been with us since season one. Wow. So they have seen the shot grow from what it was to what it is now. And through their participation and through their experiences, they've actually helped us make the experience for everyone involved get better and better every season. So, yes, I love all of our participants. Uh, They come to our 
uh, her shows, but not just the show, but everything that leading up to the shows, willingly, happily, uh, they work so hard. Mm -hmm. Just a really great bunch of of students and and staff that we work with. So very uh, fortunate to have them uh, be a part of the shot community. Mm -hmm. And speaking of the finale, Mm -hmm. like I said, it was amazing. Um, But not only that, the auditions and the callbacks and the boot camp, like I said, everything just runs so well. But it must be a lot of effort, a lot of hard work goes into that. Um, as a director, what what's kind of your personal process um, in the month leading up to all these events <laughs> and everything squished so closely together too? I laugh because one of the things that CJ loves and hates about me is my, uh, not I don't know if it's my love for detail, but I probably overload him with so much detail. Um, I find that that's the only way that I can manage through like you said all those different days Mm -hmm. and all the things that uh, is required to get those days moving along smoothly and it's not just the details of setting up our room uh, but it's managing all the people in that spaces as you flow through the days so I mean uh, additions is uh, was at Conestoga College this year at the Waterloo campus what a great space we had uh, the cafeteria as our waiting room we had a registration area and then we had our audition space and so we had all these volunteers moving all the participants from the registration into the waiting room from the waiting room into the audition area and then um, and then from there they were told either they were going to be making it to callbacks uh, then there's a little area where they were being interviewed they had a picture taken with their golden ticket mm-hmm. so very exciting right for the callbacks mm-hmm. and then from there moving into callbacks uh, from the number of students that participate in the auditions we bring them down to about a group of 30 is what we strive for, but oh, wow. the judges are always so um, enthusiastic with their <laughs> selection. So we all, just because the talent grows every single season. So mm. uh, we find that we have to let more people in because we just don't want to miss out on anybody. And so I believe we had about 36, 37 participants for wow. callbacks. And I absolutely love the callbacks uh, process because it's one of the most magical experiences for me in the sense of, Total strangers. Mm-hmm. We just picked these people randomly from the audition space, and now we're, we're putting them into a big room together and saying, okay, you've got five minutes to go and find your groups in uh, five or six uh, people. And so these total strangers group themselves, and their task is to create a performance. They select a song, and then they have to create a performance in front of the judges. And just to see them from 10 o'clock is when they start their process to all the way to about 1.30 or 2.30 when they actually have to perform is in itself so magical to see them working together to come up with some magic. And it's also the waiting period too where they're just waiting around for us to get to our deliberations and, and what have you they start jamming. Mm-hmm. I've never seen that where they just jam because you have this huge group of people so passionate about what they do. They just love to sing. They love to play their guitar or whatever instrument. And somebody will start strumming. And then before you know, you have this huge group of people just singing along. Or you see another group of people just chillaxing. They're playing games, um, whatever it is. So that to me is that bringing the people together, total strangers. But before they leave, they've made a connection with these people and you know want to stay in contact and as the group gets tighter in the sense of as they move through the process of boot camp to finale uh, that group only gets you know tighter and tighter so it's that to me is the magic of the shot yeah it really is incredible it's it and you and I were talking before we even started the interview how inspiring and humbling it is just to see these students perform because that's honestly what they love Um, and I think that's one of the 
best things about the shot as well. I would agree with that. Um, but getting back onto the challenges of being the director. Oh, <laughs> obviously we've kind of we've kind of hit on things that you love mm-hmm. about it. But what is it that some things you kind of challenge you, keep you on your mm. feet? I know when I was there at the um, at the callbacks and uh, at the auditions, you're running around. You even passed me, and I'm just there. And you're like, "Hey, do you need anything? Are you good?" And you just took care of everybody, really. Um, so with all that on your plate, is there anything that uh, kind of tips you off at all? <laughs> you know, it's I'm learning through the shot and, and just like life, things get thrown at you and you just go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Um, like any planner, you plan to the uh, to the most utmost detail, but something always comes up. It right. doesn't matter what it is. So you can't plan for everything as much as you love to. And I think... Uh, like I said, you just kind of become really flexible, and I, I try to give people a little bit more room to you take care of it if they can, and uh-huh. if they need either feedback or guidance or something like that, then I'm happy to help. But most times I try to stay out of it if I can, if anything. <laughs> Actually, they push back on me sometimes because I try to get too involved, and they're like, okay, okay, we got it under control. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm good then. I can walk away. So uh, as much as I try and direct, I... I I'm, I have to trust the people that are in place to do what they've been assigned to do and know that they're going to do it well. Mm-hmm. And if they need help, I'm here to help them. And that's why I'm always reaching out to people as I pass by them mm-hmm. or if I see you, are you doing okay? Because yeah. that's an opportunity for you to say, actually, can we talk about something? Mm-hmm. And I'm there to listen. Or, okay, I don't know the answer, but let me get back to you. So it's that kind of thing. So I definitely want to make sure people know that I'm, I'm there if they need it. If they don't, then carry on. Uh, but yes, you're right. It is a it is a very humbling job because I am taking care of everyone. But at the same time, uh, everyone's always coming up to me too <laughs> and saying, hey, are you okay? Do you need anything? Oh, uh, I've got it kind of under control. You can leave me with it. And if I ask them to get it done, uh, I know I can trust them to do it. Yeah. So absolutely. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, and there's so many just fantastic volunteers. They're also very capable of taking care of anything that needs to be done. That's for sure. Um, So other than the shot, um, what is, um, do you have any other connections with the art community here in Waterloo Region or anywhere else? Um, And yeah, why do you feel so passionately about staying involved with what's going on in basically our arts community? I think what's a big draw for me on the shot side is it's students related, like our focus, and mm-hmm. I really love that aspect of it. Um, as as the shot is an opportunity or platform to give these students a place to a very safe place to try their art, to be mentored uh, in a very positive environment, and to give them a place to share their passion, their joy, and basically their art with the rest of the community. Mm-hmm. So. Through the shot, I would say that I've been really exposed to the arts community. Um, I haven't really been involved on that side. I've done Leadership Waterloo Region, uh, the the gala. So I do have done some events around town, but I haven't done specifically arts and culture specifically. Hmm. So this has definitely opened my eyes to what is happening in the uh, local scene, if you want to call yep. it that. Uh, very honored to have met Stacey Zeggers, Joni Narita, and Janet Yetkiner, and, and being exposed to their music. Um, and, and yes, it's just very honored to be, you know, a part of this with them. Mm-hmm. So then when you had first gone to that networking party mm-hmm. um, so much time ago, um, what is it that you kind of wanted 
expected. Obviously not directing something like the shot, but you had said you weren't really involved with the arts community prior to that. So going in there, how did it feel? And then coming out with something like this. I Well, I, I, I don't know what to to tell you in the sense of there's you never know what to expect when you go to those events right mm. sometimes you're very fortunate that you um, make a connection with somebody and and you are given a project that you can work on it together and it grows I honestly and I'm pretty sure CJ will say this to you as well he he had an idea he wanted to bring people together to actually execute the idea we honestly didn't think it was going to go from season one to season two to season three we just thought we'll just do the shot <laughs> And then walk away. But instead, it just kind of mushroomed. It just grew. And uh, we're still growing the mm-hmm. the brand. We're still trying to grow the idea. Uh, I had an amazing interview with uh, John Rochetta from uh, The Beat Goes On. Mm-hmm. And, and he's very passionate about what's happening in the uh, KW region for arts and culture. He truly believes that if we don't have a strong arts and culture uh, community, uh, there's nothing that will entice the, the residents here or even new, uh, in the students that live here there's nothing here to entice them to stay in our region so if we can grow that and make it uh, you know really rich and 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 full of life and vibrant enough that it will entice those people to stay in the community and grow and prosper with uh, the kw area Mm -hmm. um on that note um i did some creeping it's fine um i found out you actually grew up in ottawa went to high school there and Mm -hmm. then you came um to waterloo to um you know, move on to post-secondary through Laurier, mm-hmm. and now you're still here in Waterloo area. Why did you decide to stay here? You know, my, when I lived here, my brother who was in, lives in Toronto, he, I remember him accusing me of becoming small town. <laughs> well, having grown up in Ottawa, big city, and then coming to Laurier oh. to go to school, I really just love the small community. As a student, you can't wait to get out of this town, but I, was, I got a job at Electra Home uh, right out of school and, and just really love living here. And just the smallness and the coziness or the intimacy of everything being so close, right? I can walk to places. I can take the bus and, and it doesn't take me very long to get anywhere. Mm-hmm. I can bike everywhere if oh, I want yeah. around town. So I really love that aspect of it. And um Make, making myself become a part of the community, I really started to explore what can I do. So I took, you know, art classes at the Bright Up Community Center. I, you know, I took swimming lessons. So I really just love this area. It's such a, a great family-oriented area with two amazing universities and a fabulous college. You just can't go wrong in this area for the culture, uh, the diversi- uh, diversity in this area. Uh, it's a really an amazing place to you know, raise families. Uh, but great place for our professionals as well too mm-hmm. uh, just to be you know to explore and to get a lot of opportunities within this area high tech wise or through the university what have you mm-hmm. yeah I think despite what a lot of people think they mm-hmm. think opportunities in Toronto bigger mm-hmm. cities but there is so much going on right here at home that I, I would hate for people to just overlook absolutely um, and back to the community how does it feel um, for you personally to have such an important role when it comes to the emerging artists in this area like you have I'm sorry that was not worded well at all how does it feel to have such an important role in this competition that can help out ultimately help out emerging artists in the area you know it wasn't until I heard James Downham's story that that really blew my mind as to the impact of what we do at the shot. Really? So in the sense that he gave me chills 
at the finale for season two, like as soon as he sang, I just got chills and I went, oh my gosh, he could be the next great thing, right? And and we found him here first at the mm. shot. And then as he, and he won the season two shot and then he went on and just to hear him talk about what he's doing now, uh, he had no plans to do really any music. He was kind of dabbling in it. Yeah. He had his, his own band, but then he just took a break and really focused on his studies and what have you. And the shot was just a catalyst that really, you know, um, catapulted him out into the music industry. Uh, it gave an opportunity to really explore, is this a possibility? And for him now, it is a possibility. Mm-hmm, it is a, a potentially a reality that he could make make it happen for himself. And he's doing things that he never would have thought he would do. For example, so the shot was in March of season two. And then in July for Canada Day, right. he was performing at the Columbia Field Lake for thousands of people and he was squished between singing after Kim Mitchell and the fireworks. How does one get there from not even thinking music, music was a possibility in one's life? Mm-hmm. So I I hear that story and I just think, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. It's incredible. It really is. And then how he's you know going on to perform in Indie Week in Toronto. And, and like, like I said, he, he tells me how he's just doing things he normally wouldn't do. Now that he knows that he can do it, he's taking on whatever opportunities that present themselves to him and and really pushing himself into that music industry. He's amazing. He came to our boot camp just the way he spoke about his experience and just how he was so supportive and encouraging to the, you know, season 3 participants just really blew my mind. He's he truly is an up and coming mentor for our, you know, future seasons because just the way he spoke to them really inspired them and really made them realize, wow, if he can do it, I can do it too. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so other than the shot, are you currently, I know, and I know it's so much work, but in between seasons, because mm-hmm. there is some time, is there anything else that you do, whether it be volunteer work <laughs> or anything to, that keeps you busy other than this show? I am a mother of two hockey players, so I oh. am very <laughs> busy from September to April. So I usually tell my friends that are not hockey families, I'll see you in April, and they <laughs> laugh and scowl at me at the same time. But, yes, they keep me busy, and, oh, yeah. and I do work full-time. But, um, you know, I had to t- let, let my kids know that hockey was their thing, and for mom, it's the mm. shot. So, And I think they get frustrated with the amount of time that I do invest in it, but they love the show, and they love knowing that when they walk through the sh- you know the Conrad Center that's that's my mom mm. that's working back in that booth and calling the show and mm. so they feel very proud my daughter has my old shot crew shirt t-shirt oh. so she wears it proudly on the finale night oh and they should be so proud of you you put in so much work and it just it comes out amazing every thank time. you for saying that yeah Absolutely true mm-hmm. um so what is it then that you kind of hope for the shot because it's grown like you've said like a mushroom it's just grown and grown and so much there's so much possibility for it what are your hopes for it right now? The same as John Ricciardo. He he has absolute faith in the shot, and he truly believes that the shot is one 
jewel in the portfolio of the arts and culture community within the KW area. He would actually love to see the shot in every major city center uh, just to foster that. And just like you said, just to support the emerging artists, giving them an opportunity to really shine and, and showcase their art and their scale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's definitely something that needs to, it needs to be in every city, I think, because mm-hmm. there's so much talent in just here in Waterloo can't imagine all over Ontario. Exactly. And I think people need that opportunity just because they go to school close to here. They mm-hmm. need to, we need to spread out, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And we will. Yes. I think we will. I hope so. For sure. <laughs> Tway, thank you so much for coming in today. It's been a pleasure talking with you. Um, and like I've said before, the shot just would not be possible without the help from you and all the other incredible volunteers. Thank you for saying that. And you know, I, I say this again, CJ is a dreamer and a visionary and I am the planner. And I've said this to our our volunteers, but, you know, he can dream all he wants and I can plan all that I want. But if we didn't have each and every one of our volunteers, uh, there would be no shot. Uh, and I truly mean this from the heart. As I mentioned at uh, our, our days together, that C- CJ and I could just could have not achieved and done the things that we have done in the last um three seasons, season one, two, three, without all of their time and the talents and the skills that they bring to the shot. We love every one of them. So thank you. Thank you so much for all your hard work and your love for the shot. I'd like to thank our guest Tway again for taking the time to chat today, giving us a glimpse into what her role is for the shot. Um, So I think I speak for everyone when I say thank you so much to you and all the other volunteers. You guys are incredible. Your hard work and dedication. It's amazing. Um, The Shotcast is produced by Andrew Horrocks and CJ Allen and is recorded at AME Studio in Kitchener-Waterloo. Join the conversation by liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash singfortheshot or follow us on Twitter at singfortheshot. Be sure to check in next time and as always, thank you for listening.